How can we as entrepreneurs create and grow an online business that generates consistent income so we can live a comfortable lifestyle without working crazy hours? This podcast is designed to answer that question. I'm your host, Haley Burkhead. Thank you for tuning in and let's go ahead and dive into today's episode. Hey, Profit Planners, this is February's income report. As always, these income reports are meant for me to be vulnerable to you so I can pull back the curtain and you can see what it's like to run a multiple six-figure business that has goals of running a multiple seven-figure business. Now, before we go into all of the breakthroughs, I've actually uncovered a few things, business secrets that I want to share with you. Um, Before we go into all that, I want to say that if you're watching this right now and you're saying, Haley, more than anything in the entire world, all I want to do is create consistent income in my business without feeling chained to a laptop is that you raise your hand yes no maybe so if that's you you gotta sign up for my free class I'm not kidding go to profitplanner.co slash free you can get immediate access to it Um, it is the best thing you will ever do in your entire life and that alone is an understatement It's really great. We've had so many breakthroughs in this class on how you can actually run your business differently. If you follow Profit Planner at all, you know we don't run business like a typical business owner. We do things differently. We choose to not say that the harder you work, the more money you make. We choose to believe something different so that we create actions that give us the lifestyle we actually want to be that allows us to be present with our kids. So if you're curious about following the three-part profit plan method for yourself, go ahead, sign up for the free class. I would love to see you over there. Let's go ahead and get started with this income report. Are you ready? I have my water ready for this. (laughs) So I might be taking a few sips in between here because I don't know why, but I'm so thirsty today. Okay. Milestone number one of February. This phrase gets me through everything, and I don't even think I've mentioned this, and I learned this when I was in high school. So when I was in high school, I used to have just anxiety over everything. I used to stress out. I was so overly emotional. Hormones, right? And what one of my mentors said to me was this phrase, oh, well. She taught me to say, oh, well. And If you are already a laid-back person, you might already have this covered. But for someone that's prone, like, it's just prone to, like, make something small and do something big, you know, I needed to hear that. So I've carried this into my business, and let me tell you, this is how. For instance, this is what happened this month. We made almost $29,000 this month. Awesome. But we should have made $34,000 this month. Why? PayPal wasn't rebilling. Yes, I know. We lost four to $5,000 this month because PayPal, we're having issues with PayPal. What is it with tech and this company? I have no freaking clue, but whatever. There's always little fires and big fires to put out. This one was a little bit of a bigger fire. I, my immediate reaction was, oh my gosh, I just wanted to freak out. But I responded instead with, oh well, what's the solution? And I do that to everything. Because in business, you have to expect things like this to happen. You can't just expect everything to be, you know, rainbows and unicorns up your butt, right? So I respond with, oh, well, 
what's the solution? And when I did this with, with this, for instance, this month where we realized that PayPal's having problems. So I said, oh, well, what's the solution? And what ended up being the solution was Hannah was doing research, talked to some tech companies, and they said they would try to fix it on this end. Will we recover the money? We still have no idea. But the point of this matter is, as the CEO, I do my best to respond to everything with a solution-oriented mindset. Am I the best at this? Of course not. But I try to do this every day, and I'm also constantly trying to work on this with my team as well. So if a problem ever occurs in your business, ever, 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 always respond with, oh, well, so that you have no emotional attachment to it. What's the solution so that you start creating solutions? Because can I change? Like, what can I do? Can I, can I get the money back from PayPal? Like, I don't, I don't know. I can't help what just happened, right? I need to completely remove all emotional attachment from that. So um, that's what I had to do. That's what I did. Okay, now milestone number two, my next big thing. I'm so excited for this one. So around 15 to 20% of our Profit Planner Lounge members are already making six figures in their business. So I've been asked to create this higher level training around creating recurring profit, which means how to sell on a scalable level. Um, how to manage the day-to-day -day of a team while making sure you get on ROI on their time to making sure they're in the right position. Uh, plus, like the mindset piece of the puzzle, right? So I'm basically, I'm working on this new program. It's going to be called Recurring Profit, which will be opening up to beta testers in a month or two, which if you want to apply, this is for higher level businesses only. But if you want to apply and see if you're a good fit, go to profitplanner.co slash apply. And the first round of business owners that go through this will get a lot more personal attention, obviously, since they'll basically be helping me shape the entire program. Um, but if you want to just see what it's about, go to profitplanner.co slash apply. Um, but if you are newer to business and you're not on track to hit six figures or multiple six figures, uh, probably not for you because this is for people that are wanting to scale at a quicker pace without having to work more and also someone that does want a team. So that's who um, this program's for, which obviously it's going to be a lot more specific, but we're in the creation phase of it, so I'm not sure yet, but it's going to be amazing because this is what I realized. I've been trying to think, okay, what am I really good at? And there's been a lot of business owners that will, <laughs> this is going to sound so weird, but I'm just going to say it anyways, and please don't judge me. There are business, I categorize business owners into three categories. <laughs> don't laugh at me. One, the first category is cheetahs. Two are pronghorn antelopes, and three are koalas. Hear me out before you start laughing. Koalas like to stay in their comfort zone. Koalas are in the same thing. They eat the same thing. They eat the same thing. They stay in the same place. Um, they just like to be in their comfort zone. So although they're living, they're surviving, they're not growing into better koalas. <laughs> but they're so cute, though. But they're not growing into better koalas. Now there's cheetahs. Cheetahs go fast, right? But, and like the cheetah business owner, I would say they're the people that are doing these big live launches, but then burn out. Now, can you do a big live launch without burning out? Of course you can. Of course. But I don't see that a lot. I see a lot of people that are overcomplicating the live launch and they're burning out. Me personally, I have never done a full-blown live launch ever. It's not something that I'm like, yeah, I'm proud of that or anything. But like, I've just never done it because I've never wanted to. Like, I'm running my business the way I want to run my business. I'm doing it 
for other people, right? Like, or I'm not following what other people's advice say that I have to do. So I've never done a live launch. Moving on to, like, so cheetahs, they get like, let's say $200,000 for a launch, okay? But then they do nothing for four to five months. I'm not saying that's directly related to what a cheetah actually does. I'm just putting animals to this scenario here. Then there's the pronghorn antelope. Now, the pronghorn antelope is what I would consider myself. Like, I'm the little odd bird sitting in the corner, not doing a live launch, but this is what I'm really good at. The pronghorn antelope runs a little bit slower than the cheetah, but it never stops running. So it actually kills the prey faster than the cheetah can, which is so interesting to me. It is so interesting. Um, and so what does a pronghorn antelope look like in business? Someone that can create recurring profit and stabilize their business so that they have the creative freedom and time to scale and grow. That's what I would consider a pronghorn antelope. And that's what this next big thing is all about because I feel like that's what I'm best at, running my business like a pronghorn antelope. But stabilizing my business using recurring profit methods. And yeah, so... Um, okay, that's basically my milestone number two. I'm so pumped. Um, I'll keep you updated more on that as we go along. But for now, it's a thing now. So that's exciting. Um, okay, milestone number three. This one, get your notepad out because that's a big one. I am organizing my business on the back end a bit differently. So as most of you know, our goal is to get to, well, I think you know. If you don't, you're about to. Um, most of you know our goal is to get to $130,000 a month by September. That is monthly recurring revenue, not total money. That is like, we're actually making that per month. So in order to get there, in the easiest way possible, I'm not just saying I want to make this. I'm saying I want it to be fun. Like, this is not going to be something that I'm just going to bust my tail on and lose sleep over. No, I'm going to get my full 9 to 10 hours of sleep. Yes, I sleep that much a night. I go to bed. I get into bed around 8 or 8.30 every night, and I wake up around 6 or 6.30, which puts me at, like, 10 hours of sleep. <laughs> I know. I know. I'm a grandma. But um, that's what I do. So I'm going to get my full hours of sleep every night. I'm not going to work overtime. I'm going to leave the office whenever I feel like it. So if I need to leave the office at one in the afternoon to get a facial, I'm going to do that. Like I'm going to hit this goal in the easiest way possible. So if I want to do that and no one on my team has to work over five to six hours a day to do it, I had to restructure a bit. Because uh, right now our business is great. Like we're, we could hit a million like by the end of the year easily. And I know that. Like, we're good. We're set. But I don't want to just hit a million. I want this to be fun and exciting and a challenge, but also a fun challenge. You know what I'm saying? Okay. So what I did, this is how I organized it. And seriously, I'm not kidding. This is super valuable information. So get your notepad ready, girlfriend. I split my business into five different pillars because I had to organize this all in my mind. Like, Big goals can be so, it can be a lot, right? So I had to organize this somehow in my mind. So what I did, all these five pillars. So let me explain what each of these pillars are. So four pillars I call my sales source pillars. And then my last pillar is my day-to-day -day pillar, okay? So what is a sales source pillar in my mind? A sales source pillar is what is directly impacting our total revenue, 
a day-to-day -day pillar and it's like an umbrella that encompasses every single thing that my business does on a day-to-day -day level that keeps my business running. So that's what that is. So let's go through each funnel together, or I mean pillar together. Also, each pillar has, sorry, I have this written down over here. Each pillar has number projections too. So let's go through like our day-to-day -day pillar. That's like the easiest, right? So our day-to-day -day pillar, we, what I did was I had to organize what does my company have to do on a day-to-day -day basis? So like from a day-to-day, -day, we have to run our Instagram, our podcast, our like, you know, ev all everything like that. We have to run our press, I'm free Facebook group, uh, our product, profit planner lounge tasks, everything. And I created a spreadsheet for this. So for every single task that's related to our day-to-day, -day, we are tracking time to it inside of ClickUp, which if you're in the Profit Planner Lounge, we have a ClickUp for the CEO program where I'm teaching you how I'm using ClickUp. So we track our time, and then at the end of the week, we say, how long did it take us to manage our podcast this week? We put the total number of hours. How long did it take us to run Profit Planner Lounge this week? We put the total number of hours. And this isn't split up between Hannah and Ashley and me. It's split up like total. So like how much did everyone spend on these this category of tasks? So then we say, let's say it takes us um, a minimum of 15 to 20 hours a week to run the day-to-day -day of our business. That means that I know that if I add any other task, it's going to be additional this many hours. It's going to help me figure all of that out because the day-to-day -day is, it's our first priority. I mean, we have to make sure that the day-to-day -day is running smoothly because we have had people on our team in the past that did not put this as a priority and whew, that was a mess and a half. So we're not following into that trap again. Um, anyway, so that's our day-to-day. I hope that makes sense, how we, we manage that and how we're like tracking our time. And, and by the way, I'm not tracking people's time. I have, been at, I have been at a job where I tracked my time and it felt like you were being watched 24-7. Like, like you would get onto if you weren't like fast enough or you were too slow or like it was like this whole thing. I never want my, my team members to ever, 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 ever have that feeling that I did around tracking time ever 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 which is why for the past year of my company i have not had any team member of mine track time ever well unless they're like like they track their own hours just to keep up so that i can pay them but like that's it i don't ever want people to think that i am like i want them to have creative freedom and creative control and time freedom and time control because i anyways it was a really it was like a feeling of like, you don't trust me or, you know, I, I don't want any of that to ever seep into the culture of my company and my team. I am so protective of that. But, and this is what I told my team at the, our last pipeline meeting. I said, listen, we're going to start tracking time pretty intensely. The reason why is not to analyze how you're spending your time. Because I trust you, and I love you, and I appreciate you. The reason why I want you to track your time is because I want to make sure that I do my due diligence, and Ashley, as our project manager, does her due diligence to not overschedule someone. Like, if we know that it takes Hannah, let's say, 10 hours a week to run Profit Planner Lounge and do all of her tasks, which it probably takes her more than that, <laughs> probably takes her, like, I don't know, 15 or so. Anyways, whatever, however long it takes a week to run that, Profit Planner Lounge, 
then I know that if I put if I put a project that's extra five hours, I know that that's probably going to overload her if she already had another 10 hours of projects. It helps me not overload someone, okay? So these are not numbers that we're trying to improve at all. If we don't improve our day-to-day -day hour tracking, that is 100% fine with me. Honestly, they'll probably increase because we're going to increase our customers to over 2,000 members. So, like, it's going to increase. That is fine because, and I never want to make any employee of mine, any team member of mine um, feel like it's, you know, like Nazi central over here. Because I have definitely been in that time, that source before. Okay, moving on. Because I feel like I've like hit a dead horse for a while. Okay, moving on to our sales source pillars. Hey, Jenny. Hey, Jess. What's up? We are talking about milestone. We are milestone number three right now of the income report. So our our sales source pillars. Let me explain each one. So our sales source pillars were split into what is driving revenue to our company. I split it up into these four things. One, our Pinterest funnel. Two, our Facebook ad funnel. Three, I forgot for a second, our organic funnel. Four, our partner program. Now, let me explain each of these things because our funnels are not different funnels, okay? These are the exact same funnel, but just duplicated because I like to test the traffic sources for each thing. So honestly, if you really like even want to simple it down and boil it down even more, we have one funnel and we have one affiliate program. That's really it. But I put it into four different sell sources because Ashley's in charge of our organic funnel. Janet's in charge of our Facebook ad funnel. Hannah's in charge of our Pinterest funnel. And Ashley's in charge of our partner program. So we make monthly projections that each team member is on, that's on my team that's um, at a higher level is in charge of making sure we hit those numbers. If we do not... They will not get punished at all. It's simply a why. And then they come to the table with why. Now, if the, no one like ever gets like punished, punished, but we, we might have a little like, mm, like, okay, come on here. If they don't know why we didn't hit those numbers, that's when, um, you know, something that like a little bit of a negative consequence may happen. Like really a little slap on the wrist or something. We should always come to the table and know why we are not hitting numbers, but that never happens because I love everyone on my team and they're amazing and beautiful and wonderful. Okay. Let's go into each different source. Now let's go in. Let's just start with the Pinterest source. Okay. So Pinterest source, we have different spreadsheets. So for each of these sources, so we have our Pinterest spreadsheet. So we track our first tab on the spreadsheet is tracking all of our funnel metrics. And then each, I told you guys to take notes. I warned you. If you're watching the replay, if you're watching live right now, I know it is a lot. And feel free to rewind and listen back to this. I just want to give it all to you. Okay, so going back, we have our spreadsheet for each scorecard. So our Pinterest scorecard, our first tab is funnel metrics. That's what is our earnings per lead? What is our cost per acquisition? What is our total amount of leads, total amount of sales, total amount of revenue that week? We track these every single week. Then we have each tab of our traffic sources. So our Pinterest ad traffic source is tracked within our funnel metrics because that's the cost per acquisition, cost per lead, et cetera, right? But then our next tab is Pinterest management. So that is tracked as a separate tab, and we track those, um, I can't remember, I think it's every week, no, I think that's every month. We track those every single month. Um, but every week on our pipeline meeting, we have sales goals 
and those sales goals are what we go over every week and we see how we can improve every single traffic source that leads to the funnel in order to hit our sales goals that week. So um, it, that explains that. And then our third tab is projections. We have projections, like I said, um, I even have it on a little post-it note tab, 130,000 MRR, that stands for monthly recurring revenue by September. If I wanna hit this number, well, guess what? I need to have number projections to hit it, right? So, by the way, for all of you listening on the podcast, I held up a post-it note that said that goal. I have that on my computer right here, so I look at it every single day when I'm working, um, which I believe is totally manifesting it. I I believe in the power of manifestation. I am not kidding. I know a few of you are a little bit anti-woo-woo, but we do have some woo-woo people in here. So if you're woo-woo and you get me with the manifesting, Put those numbers on sticky notes, put them in your bathroom mirror, put them on your computer screen, look at that thing every single day. Okay, moving on. So projections. We all, our third tab has projections of how many leads and sales we need total um, every single month leading up to our goal date, which is September. Okay, so now going to our second scorecard, which is prof or which is organic funnel. So our organic funnel is Every single, basically, organic traffic source, that's like our email newsletter, that's our podcast, that's these income reports, that's um, just all, all our Instagram, all of our organic sources, that goes through this funnel. And, um, and you know, so <clears throat> when we talk about this here, I mean, if you, and if you want to go through and see what this funnel looks like, go to profitplanner.co slash grow. Profitplanner.co slash grow. Um, and that will show you exactly how the funnel looks like. And it'll also show you the free three-part profit plan method if you want to go look at that too. So you'll actually learn a lot whenever you go through the funnel as well. Uh, because we do teach and do a lot of mindset shifts along there, which might be helpful for you as an entrepreneur. So the organic funnel, we track the funnel stats on our first tab. And then every other tab after that tracks all of our traffic sources that lead into our organic funnel. So you see how we're splitting this up into the sell source. And then we track every traffic source that leads into our sell source. Okay. So then we have our, uh, what did I go over? Pinterest. Okay. Then we have our Facebook ad. So my Facebook ads manager and I, we create projections. We create a content strategy and we're creating, doing some creative, uh, lead processes. Um, and for our Facebook ads, just so you know, this is kind of how we do things. Um, we have a product, our Profit Planner Lounge, where we sell annual memberships. Well, the annual membership is $67 a month for 12 months. That's the payment plan. Or you can pay $670 for a year and like basically get two months for free. Or you can pay $997 and get a lifetime membership and never have to pay again and get a free virtual bonus ticket. So that's how our pricing system works. So what I do is I assume every single person is going to go on the payment plan just for numbers sake. Like I'm not a, I'm not going to be perfect and we're not going to round up the numbers. I'm just going to pretend like everyone's going to go on the 12 month payment plan, which is super affordable. So it makes it kind of like a no brainer because we're giving you an entire system on how to run your business and make more sales for 67 bucks a month. Like who wouldn't want to do that? Right. And also, it's my program, and you get to learn from me. But moving on. So we have this payment system. So for our Facebook ads manager, I said, you can spend up to $67 to acquire a customer. That's it. So if you, so let's say we spent $8,000 on ads this month. 
which we do. We plan on spending $8,000 in ads this month. So then we're going to get $8,000 back, right? We're breaking even. But for 11 other months, that's now just going to stack on and keep stacking and stacking and stacking. So that's how that's going to work. Um, just so you know, that's how we track our Facebook ads funnel. And then we create projections. And um, we have a 500-member goal by September that we believe we're actually going to hit earlier, which is super exciting. Okay, so that's how that looks. Um, okay, those are three cell sources. And then our partner program. So our partner program, um, let's say Jenny here. So Jenny teaches like a lot of social media managers. And let's say she wanted to be a PPL partner and do like a live pushed evergreen or have an evergreen strategy with us or a live launch. So she would come to me and say, Haley, I want to be a PPL partner. Great. We set her up. We create a custom strategy for her brand. And let's say Jenny sent 100 people our way. I would give Jenny a paycheck for $2,000 every month for 12 months. That's how that would work. And we have quite a few partners that have hit 100 customers um, or are, have a goal of hitting 100 customers too this month and next month. So we'll see how that plays out, but I'm super excited. And then we'll be paying them because like what I told them is I said, listen, I would much rather pay you than Facebook ads. Now, does that mean that I'm going to stop paying Mike, uh, Mike, Mark Zuckerberg? Um, no, I'm going to pay him my paychecks of $8,000 this month. And like I, I told my Facebook ads manager, I said, listen, girlfriend, like whenever this starts ramping up, like I'll spend $5,000 a day because I know, I know my numbers so well that we typically get a return on investment in 17.8 hours for every penny we spend in Facebook ads. Like, you know your numbers. This is why I, like, I feel like I have to burn this into y'all's mind because we cannot make business decisions based on all of our emotions. Emotions, they're great. Intuition is great, but numbers are greater. <laughs> So know your numbers. Um, they will help steer your business decisions. Now, obviously, I think as women, our emotions play an amazing role. Um, and we, you know, I think we have some pretty cool things going on as women. Let me scoot over here in the middle of the screen. <laughs> I feel like I'm like way over here on the side. Okay, um, moving on. So partner program. I feel like I keep getting distracted. I am such a squirrel brain person partner program. So that explains what we do. We offer a 30% recurring commission for all of our PPL partners. And, and then we have like, we have three different strategies that they go down on. And then each person on my team is in charge of hitting our number of projections and for each different sales source. So every week when we come to our pipeline meetings on Monday mornings at 10 a.m. CST, every single morning, Monday morning, we always look at our sales source goals. We always look at our projections. We're always looking at the numbers as a team. And I'm very transparent. Like, they know how much money I'm making, too. I think there's another thing with um, business owners where they don't share a lot with their team. They don't want to be transparent. Why? You know? I mean, if you're attracting the right people, I mean, not that you should expect them to want to work longer hours to make you more money. That is not what this is about at all. Like, I want my team to know the more money our company is making, the more lives, the more women we're impacting, the more people they get to love on. Like, that is exciting. That is freaking fantastic, right? Um, so, yeah, that's the kind of mindset that I want you to start having around this. That's it. Like, that's how I'm breaking it all down. Oh, wait, one more milestone. 
I started working with Tubsado as a part, a content partner, and it has been amazing. Um, Dubsado and I have monthly classes um, every the first Wednesday of every month. So if you're watching this income report live, then it's Wednesday. It's the first Wednesday of the month. We have them at 12 p.m. CST the first Wednesday of every single month. So if you would like to come hang out with me in Dubsado land and I'll have those free business trainings, go ahead, come hang out. I would love to see you there as well. Okay. That is that. That is the wrap-up of all my milestones. I know that was a lot. I am so sorry. I like, feel like I was a, a fire hose and like hosed you guys down with like a just really steady stream of water. That was a terrible analogy. I'm sorry. <laughs> that was weird. Okay, we're moving on. Um, I have my numbers here on this sheet. So how did I actually, like, what, what were these numbers that made $28,836? Now, as you know, we were supposed to make thirty-three dollars or $34,000 this month. So we were supposed to be mid-30s again. But PayPal wasn't rebilling. So which, okay, before I go into these numbers, I want to say real quick so that we, because I really want to document everything in these income reports. Guys, if you've been listening to the last income reports, you know that these past few months have been so freaking rough for me and my company because I made some bad decisions, bad hiring decisions, and um, let some people, and also just me, just we failed. Like, we, we didn't do some things right, which I learned a lot from. But what happened with that is I stopped trusting myself on making some decisions. So January, I was actually trying to learn how to trust myself again because I stopped. I stopped trusting myself on decisions. This month is the first month I have trust myself with making business decisions in like four months. It is incredible. I feel like I'm finally back in control of me, my life, my business. It has been amazing. So um, if you're ever in a position where you're you're making you've you've made a mistake, your business has gone down. Because whenever you start making more money, your your mistakes get a lot more expensive. <laughs> so make a lot of mistakes at first, so you learn from them. So whenever you are making more money, um, your mistakes aren't as expensive as mine. Because we have lost tens of thousands of dollars. It's it's wonderful. <laughs> um, but what's so great about that is you know because we stopped profit planning. I hired someone that didn't profit plan. She didn't go through my system. And so she didn't know how we ran my business. And I said, well, you know best. And, and, and as you know, she is an amazing, which I don't really talk about her as much, but like she is an amazing woman, amazing person, amazing knowledge about business. But what I learned from that is that my way of doing business is not normal. It's completely different than most because I've never taken a training I've never bought like a program to teach me how to run a business. I haven't. I've always wanted to do things my way and I have and I figured this out and I'm so glad I did. Okay, now moving on, let me let me just go with the numbers. So numbers, we made, oh, I have to actually add these up, sorry. So for the Profit Planner Lounge, let me see what we made was... $16,467 from the Profit Planner Lounge. We've added so many more members, which, by the way, um, if the PayPal rebills would have worked, we would have actually made over $20,000 with the Profit Planner Lounge. So um, the Profit Planner Lounge is, is over $20,000 a month product. Okay, 
passive profit, we made $10,399, or I'm sorry, $10,925, which if you're hearing about passive profit, um, passive profit is closed. We are not taking any more people. I know in the past I've mentioned passive profit and people have asked what it is. Uh, we are not accepting new members, but mainly because I'm focusing on recurring profit now. So recurring profit is our high level program that we're taking beta testers for. Um, if you've listened this far and you want to apply, go to profitplanner.co slash apply to apply to be a beta tester in recurring profit. Okay. Um, and then we have calls. I took calls that were worth $1,444. That's it. Three income sources. Is that not crazy to think about? Imagine how many income sources you guys have right now. A lot more than that. And by the way, like these calls were completely on autopilot. Like sometimes people DM me and they're like, hey, I would like a call. Cool, here's a link. Then it just pops up on my calendar and I show up. So it's super easy. Profit Cleaner Lounge and Passive Profit are the only two products that are scaling my business right now. That's it. And we plan on getting to over $100,000 a month for one product. So that alone should get you thinking you do not need so many freaking products to scale a business. Stop thinking like that. You know that phrase that like the um, a million dollar business has an average of seven revenue streams? Screw that. Who wants that many revenue streams? Like you just made things a hundred times more complicated for yourself when you don't need to. You can have a million dollar business with one product, right? So um, anyways, that's my two cents on that. You guys know I have a lot of two cents on a lot of things. <laughs> um, okay, if you have gotten this far, thank you for listening. Thank you for showing up. Thank you for coming and listening to these income reports. And um, I really hope that me being vulnerable and sharing behind the scenes of how we are growing this business has been so helpful for you. Um, guys. If you have not signed up for the free class yet over consistent income and you want to know how to create this in your life without having to work these crazy hours that most entrepreneurs have to do, go to profitplanner.co slash free. Like right now. Get your cute booty a free seat, okay? I want to see you in that class. I want you to watch that class and I want you to go through it and I want you to take notes and then I want you to DM me your biggest light bulb moment, okay? profitplanner.co slash free. Okay, I'm going to head out and I hope you guys have a fantastic rest of your day. Bye. Thank you for choosing to spend time with me today. You are incredible for raising your hand to being a CEO and not settling for the hustle-heavy lifestyle of the modern-day entrepreneur. Now, every single month, we have an Amazon gift card drawing for the amazing entrepreneurs that leave us a review on iTunes. Leaving a review helps us get in front of more people, which allows this movement to spread wider and grow faster. So leave a review right now. Drop what you're doing. Leave that amazing review so that you can win the chance to have an Amazon gift card. And also, just thanks for sharing this show or this specific episode with a friend or just sharing on Instagram stories. You are helping us accomplish this mission of giving more entrepreneurs control of their time and control of their money. You play such a massive role and I appreciate everything you do. I will talk to you very soon on the next episode and until then, keep killing it.